Today, we'll learn the signs that will occur before God's final wrath is poured out. It's Revelation chapters 11 through 15 and Isaiah chapter 65. Here on Commuter Bible. This is Commuter Bible, the audio Bible reading plan to match your weekly schedule. I'm your host, John Ross. Revelation is full of imagery and symbolism that continues to spark discussion and debate amongst believers. But the overall impression that we should get from these prophecies is that the end is under God's full control. In His sovereignty and power, He will execute His just wrath upon those who oppose Him, and those who trust Him are secured eternally, though not without temporary hardship. The beast will oppose God's witnesses and deceive many. The dragon Satan will fight for glory and wage war against God's people. Even so, neither the beast nor the dragon nor their followers will escape God's justice and wrath. God's faithful ones will be avenged and delivered. Revelation chapters 11 through 15. Then I was given a measuring reed like a rod with these words, Go, and measure the temple of God and the altar, and count those who worship there, but exclude the courtyard outside the temple. Don't measure it, because it is given to the nations, and they will trample the holy city for forty-two months. I will grant my two witnesses authority to prophesy for one thousand two hundred sixty days, dressed in sackcloth. These are the two olive trees and the two lampstands that stand before the Lord of the earth. If anyone wants to harm them, fire comes from their mouths and consumes their enemies. If anyone wants to harm them, he must be killed in this way. They have authority to close up the sky so that it does not rain during the days of their prophecy. They also have power over the waters to turn them into blood and to strike the earth with every plague whenever they want. When they finish their testimony, the beast that comes up out of the abyss will make war on them, conquer them, and kill them. Their dead bodies will lie in the main street of the great city, which figuratively is called Sodom and Egypt where also their Lord was crucified. And some of the peoples, tribes, languages, and nations will view their bodies for three and a half days and not permit their bodies to be put into a tomb. Those who live on the earth will gloat over them and celebrate and send gifts to one another because these two prophets had tormented those who live on the earth. But after three and a half days, the breath of life from God entered them, and they stood on their feet. Great fear fell on those who saw them. Then they heard a loud voice from heaven saying to them, Come up here. They went up to heaven in a cloud while their enemies watched them. At that moment, a violent earthquake took place. A tenth of the city fell, and seven thousand people were killed in the earthquake. The survivors were terrified and gave glory to the God of heaven. The second woe has passed. Take note, the third woe is coming soon.
The seventh angel blew his trumpet, and there were loud voices in heaven saying, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he will reign forever and ever. The twenty-four elders, who were seated before God on their thrones, fell face down and worshipped God, saying, We give you thanks, Lord God the Almighty, who is and who was, because you have taken your great power and have begun to reign. The nations were angry, but your wrath has come. The time has come for the dead to be judged and to give the reward to your servants, the prophets, to the saints and to those who fear your name, both small and great. And the time has come to destroy those who destroy the earth. Then the temple of God in heaven was opened, and the ark of his covenant appeared in his temple. There were flashes of lightning, rumblings and peals of thunder, an earthquake and severe hail. A great sign appeared in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and a crown of twelve stars on her head. She was pregnant and cried out in labor and agony as she was about to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven. There was a great fiery red dragon having seven heads and ten horns, and on its heads were seven crowns. Its tail swept away a third of the stars in heaven and hurled them to the earth. And the dragon stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth, so that when she did give birth, it might devour her child. She gave birth to a son, a male who was going to rule all nations with an iron rod. Her child was caught up to God and to his throne. The woman fled into the wilderness, where she had a place prepared by God to be nourished there for 1,260 days. Then war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. The dragon and his angels also fought, but he could not prevail, and there was no place for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was thrown out. The ancient serpent who is called the devil and Satan, the one who deceives the whole world. He was thrown to earth and his angels with him. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, The salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have now come, because the accuser of our brothers and sisters who accuses them before our God day and night, has been thrown down. They conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, for they did not love their lives to the point of death. Therefore rejoice, you heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the earth and the sea! because the devil has come down to you with great fury, 
because he knows his time is short. When the dragon saw that he had been thrown down to the earth, he persecuted the woman who had given birth to the male child. The woman was given two wings of a great eagle so that she could fly from the serpent's presence to her place in the wilderness, where she was nourished for a time, times, and half a time. From his mouth, the serpent spewed water like a river flowing after the woman to sweep her away with a flood. But the earth helped the woman. The earth opened its mouth and swallowed up the river that the dragon had spewed from his mouth. So the dragon was furious with the woman and went off to wage war against the rest of her offspring. Those who keep the commands of God and hold firmly to the testimony about Jesus. The dragon stood on the sand of the sea. And I saw a beast coming up out of the sea. It had ten horns and seven heads. On its horns were ten crowns, and on its heads were blasphemous names. The beast I saw was like a leopard, but its feet were like a bear's, and its mouth was like a lion's mouth. The dragon gave the beast his power, his throne, and great authority. One of its heads appeared to be fatally wounded, but its fatal wound was healed. The whole earth was amazed and followed the beast. They worshipped the dragon because he gave authority to the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast? Who is able to wage war against it? The beast was given a mouth to utter boasts and blasphemies. It was allowed to exercise authority for forty-two months. It began to speak blasphemies against God, to blaspheme His name and His dwelling, those who dwell in heaven. And it was permitted to wage war against the saints and to conquer them. It was also given authority over every tribe, people, language, and nation. All those who live on the earth will worship it. Everyone whose name was not written from the foundation of the world in the book of life of the Lamb who was slaughtered. If anyone has ears to hear, let him listen. If anyone is to be taken captive, into captivity he goes. If anyone is to be killed with the sword, with a sword he will be killed. This calls for endurance and faithfulness from the saints.
Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth. It had two horns like a lamb, but it spoke like a dragon. It exercises all the authority of the first beast on its behalf and compels the earth and those who live on it to worship the first beast, whose fatal wound was healed. It also performs great signs, even causing fire to come down from heaven to earth in front of people. It deceives those who live on the earth because of the signs that it is permitted to perform in the presence of the beast, telling those who live on the earth to make an image of the beast who was wounded by the sword and yet lived. It was permitted to give breath to the image of the beast so that the image of the beast could both speak and cause whoever would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. And it makes everyone, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on his right hand or on his forehead, so that no one can buy or sell unless he has the mark. The beast's name or the number of its name. This calls for wisdom. Let the one who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, because it is the number of a person. Its number is 666. Then I looked, and there was the Lamb, standing on Mount Zion, and with him, were 144,000 who had his name and his father's name written on their foreheads. I heard a sound from heaven, like the sound of cascading waters, and like the rumbling of loud thunder. The sound I heard was like harpists playing on their harps. They sang a new song before the throne and before the four living creatures and the elders, but no one could learn the song except the 144,000 who had been redeemed from the earth. These are the ones who have not defiled themselves with women, since they remained virgins. These are the ones who follow the Lamb wherever He goes. They were redeemed from humanity as the first fruits for God and the Lamb. No lie was found in their mouths. They are blameless. Then I saw another angel flying high overhead with the eternal gospel to announce to the inhabitants of the earth, to every nation, tribe, language, and people. He spoke with a loud voice. Fear God and give him glory because the hour of his judgment has come. Worship the one who made heaven and earth, the sea and the springs of water. And another, a second angel, followed, saying, It has fallen. Babylon the great has fallen. She made all the nations drink the wine of her sexual immorality, which brings wrath. And another, a third angel, followed them, and spoke with a loud voice. 
If anyone worships the beast and its image and receives a mark on his forehead or on his hand, he will also drink the wine of God's wrath, which is poured full strength into the cup of his anger. He will be tormented with fire and sulfur in the sight of the holy angels and in the sight of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment will go up forever and ever. There is no rest day or night for those who worship the beast and its image, or anyone who receives the mark of its name. This calls for endurance from the saints, who keep God's commands and their faith is in Jesus. Then I heard a voice from heaven saying, Write, Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, so they will rest from their labors, since their works follow them. Then I looked, and there was a white cloud, and one like the Son of Man was seated on the cloud, with a golden crown on his head and a sharp sickle in his hand. Another angel came out of the temple, crying out in a loud voice to the one who was seated on the cloud, Use your sickle and reap, for the time to reap has come, since the harvest of the earth is ripe. So the one seated on the cloud swung his sickle over the earth, and the earth was harvested. Then another angel who also had a sharp sickle, came out of the temple in heaven. Yet another angel, who had authority over fire, came from the altar, and he called with a loud voice to the one who had the sharp sickle. Use your sharp sickle, and gather the clusters of grapes from the vineyard of the earth, because its grapes have ripened. So the angel swung his sickle at the earth, and gathered the grapes from the vineyard of the earth. And he threw them into the great winepress of God's wrath. Then the press was trampled outside the city, and blood flowed out of the press up to the horse's bridles for about 180 miles. Then I saw another great and awe-inspiring sign in heaven. Seven angels with the seven last plagues. For with them, God's wrath will be completed. I also saw something like a sea of glass mixed with fire. And those who had won the victory over the beast, its image, and the number of its name were standing on the sea of glass with harps from God. They sang the song of God's servant Moses and the song of the Lamb. Great and awe-inspiring are your works, Lord God the Almighty. Just and true are your ways, King of the nations. Lord, who will not fear and glorify your name? For you alone are holy. All the nations will come and worship before you, because your righteous acts have been revealed.
After this I looked, and the heavenly temple, the tabernacle of testimony, was opened. Out of the temple came the seven angels with the seven plagues, dressed in pure, bright linen, with golden sashes wrapped around their chests. One of the four living creatures gave the seven angels seven golden bowls filled with the wrath of God, who lives forever and ever. Then the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from His power. And no one could enter the temple until the seven plagues of the seven angels were completed. Isaiah chapter 65 I was sought by those who did not ask. I was found by those who did not seek me. I said, Here I am, here I am, to a nation that did not call on my name. I spread out my hands all day long to a rebellious people who walk in the path that is not good, following their own thoughts. These people continually anger me to my face, sacrificing in gardens, burning incense on bricks, sitting among the graves, spending nights in secret places, eating the meat of pigs, and putting polluted broth in their bowls. They say, Keep to yourself, don't come near me, for I am too holy for you. These practices are smoke in my nostrils, a fire that burns all day long. Look, it is written in front of me. I will not keep silent, but I will repay. I will repay them fully for your iniquities and the iniquities of your ancestors together, says the Lord. Because they burned incense on the mountains and reproached me on the hills, I will reward them fully for their former deeds. The Lord says this, As the new wine is found in a bunch of grapes, and one says, Don't destroy it, for there's some good in it. So I will act because of my servants and not destroy them all. I will produce descendants from Jacob and heirs to my mountains from Judah. My chosen ones will possess it, and my servants will dwell there. Sharon will be a pasture for flocks, and the valley of Achor, a place for herds to lie down for my people who have sought me. But you who abandon the Lord, who forget my holy mountain, who prepare a table for fortune and fill bowls of mixed wine for destiny, I will destine you for the sword. And all of you will kneel down to be slaughtered because I called and you did not answer. I spoke and you did not hear. You did what was evil in my sight and chose what I did not delight in. Therefore, this is what the Lord God says. Look, my servants will eat, but you will be hungry. Look, my servants will drink, but you will be thirsty. Look, my servants will rejoice, 
but you will be put to shame. Look, my servants will shout for joy from a glad heart, but you will cry out from an anguished heart, and you will lament out of a broken spirit. You will leave your name behind as a curse for my chosen ones, and the Lord God will kill you, but he will give his servants another name. Whoever asks for a blessing in the land will ask for a blessing by the God of truth, and whoever swears in the land will swear by the God of truth. For the former troubles will be forgotten and hidden from my sight. For I will create new heavens and a new earth. The past events will not be remembered or come to mind. Then be glad and rejoice forever in what I am creating. For I will create Jerusalem to be a joy and its people to be a delight. I will rejoice in Jerusalem and be glad in my people. The sound of weeping and crying will no longer be heard in her. In her, a nursing infant will no longer live only a few days, or an old man not live out his days. Indeed, the one who dies at a hundred years old will be mourned as a young man. And the one who misses a hundred years will be considered cursed. People will build houses and live in them. They will plant vineyards and eat their fruit. They will not build and others live in them. They will not plant and others eat. For my people's lives will be like the lifetime of a tree. My chosen ones will fully enjoy the work of their hands. They will not labor without success or bear children destined for disaster, for they will be a people blessed by the Lord, along with their descendants. Even before they call, I will answer. While they are still speaking, I will hear. The wolf and the lamb will feed together and the lion will eat straw like cattle, but the serpent's food will be dust. They will not do what is evil or destroy on my entire holy mountain, says the Lord. We are nearing the start of another new year, and with New Year's Day come New Year's resolutions. As many of you already know, if you listen to every episode over the course of a year, you can listen to the entire Bible. If that's something that I've been able to help you accomplish this year, or if you've simply been able to get more time in Scripture because of the podcast, I would love for you to leave a kind review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you post on social media. Your recommendations go a long way with family and friends. Today's episode was narrated and orchestrated by me, John Ross, and co-produced by Bobby Brown, Caitlin Ron, Eric Williamson, and the Christian Standard Bible. Thanks for listening, and remember, happy is the one whose delight is in the Lord's instruction, and he meditates on it day and night. <laughs>